Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perik Chof Aleph, Pasuk Yud Tes, Ba'atar Ben Adam Hinovei, Ba'ach Ba'kaf El Kaf. So we have seen in Perik Chof Aleph up till now, you will recall the Navi starts with beautiful Mishalim, very eloquent, very poetic, and then in the middle breaks off and says, Kaddish Baruch Hu, they're not getting through, they're not listening, they're saying, yeah, he's a great Mashalim, but he's, you know, the message isn't getting through. And so he is allowed to switch into a direct, exacting sequence of what's going to happen. And of course, it's terrifying. In other words, shorn of its poetry, it's a terrifying scene of death and murder and sword and fire and destruction. And so now we're going to continue. Now, if you thought it couldn't get any worse, it's going to get worse. Because you will remember they were told there are going to be two swords, two cherubs. One is going to be for the people of Yerushalayim. The other is going to be for the king of Ammon. The king of Ammon was the one who solicited this Jewish guy to kill Gedaliah ben Achikam, to assassinate him. That's set off, as we're going to see, trigger just mass executions and the decision by Nebuchadnezzar you can't allow home rule for these Jews. They've all got to come to Bavel, and that triggered a lot of uh, exile and murder. So let's pick it up there. prophesy. kaf el kaf, slap palm against palm. As Rashi says, that's a, a, one of the typical ways of mourning that those who are making has spade him do. You slam the palms of the hands together. These two swords that I've enumerated, now there is going to be a third one and double it. What's the third one for? And continues the Navi verse, it is a sword of destruction and murder. Much murder and massacre, that is going to kill people. Rashi uses the word as a room. And what it is saying prophetically is that this refers to every single murder and persecution we have had since. Cheder means you could be in your chadre chadorim, your room. You are going to be tracked down as Jews throughout history, and that it is going to be just persecution and murder. Uh, as Rashi says, They are going to chase you down in the innermost chambers of your home. Um, Anywhere you flee after that. And it means anywhere you're going to flee in our tortured history. 
as we've seen. So that's the promise of the third sword. Laman um, la in order to melt hearts with fear, and to put obstacles and stumbling blocks in people at their gates. Nasati ichras cherev. I have implanted the fear of the sword. Ach asuyo levurak meuta leteva. Continuing that metaphor, I've polished and burnished its handle to a gleaming texture, and it is ready to kill. Pasuk chaf alef hataachti hayamini. Now, interestingly. The Navi is now going to address, as it were, the sword of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar is set with a choice here. He is in Suffolk, he is in doubt. Does he go to Yerushalayim or does he first take care of Ammon? Ammon precipitated this with its hiring an assassin to kill Gedaliah. Do I take care of them? Do I take care of Yerushalayim? And in what sequence? So now it's as if the Navi is talking to Nebuchadnezzar's sword. But, but let, me, let me ask you a question. It's much bigger than Ammon killing Gedaliah. Like, the, 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 this is the culmination of 400 years of the Jews not getting it. Right. Right. wasn't because of Gedaliah, I mean, maybe that was uh, one bad thing that happened, but it, if the Jews had, had not done what they had done for 400 years and didn't commit a yes. that you wouldn't be here. Wouldn't have, none of this would have happened. Gedaliah might have been their last clear chance to avoid exile. In other words, if Nebuchadnezzar was saying, Keep everything quiet. I'm giving you a military governor. Your justice system is yours. Your religious system is yours. And this guy killed, had another Jew kill him. It set off mass murder. So yes, it's one in the chain. You might say it's the final straw even. But no one's saying that, yeah, they didn't do anything bad before. But, but, but the point is, though, with or without Gedalia, you were going to get to this point. Yes, but... Amon is going to be dealt with. We're going to see at the end of the period, if not by Nebuchadnezzar, by the Kurdish Baruch So it must have been. So, speaking to the sword, are you going to turn right? Hosimi Asmoli, one is of Jerusalem, one is Amon. In other words, uh, which way is your face destined to go? And now, the Gamani Kapi I too say the Kodesh Baruch will slap palm against palm in mourning. And when it is done, my anger will subside. Ani Hashem divarti. Now, we know, or we will know, that Nebuchadnezzar, the Gemara tells us, goes through an elaborate set of rituals to determine who he should attack. Meaning, if he's not that anxious to attack Israel. He knows the history of those who have attacked, like Sancheirev in Assyria. 
So he is in doubt where to go. And so he resorts to magic. He shoots arrows in the air. They all point to Yerushalayim. He divines entrails. He consults entrails. He consults gods of his. And they all point to Yerushalayim. So now, Kodesh Baruch Hu says to the Navi, Make for yourself crossroads, both coming out of Bavel, for the king of Bavel, the Yod Bare Barosh Derech Ir Bare. And um, you will build a way in which to tell which city he's going. Derech Tosim Lovo Cherev Es Rabat. Does he go to Rabat, which is the capital of Ammon, B'nai Ammon? Ves Yehuda B'Yerushalayim B'Tzua. Or does he march to Jerusalem, the fortified city? Ki Amad Melech Bavel El Imaderech Barosh Shnei Hadrachim. Now, if you don't have it, carve out crossroads. Carve out a crossroad on the way. Two distinct pathways. Because what Nebuchadnezzar did is we said, Lakosim Kosen. He used divination. Kilkal Bechitzin. He um, shot arrows. Shal Betrofim. He asked their own gods. Ra Bechaved. He consulted literally liver. He read the entrails of animals. They all came down to Yerushalayim. And there, what he decides now, everything points to Yerushalayim. And so what he does is he set up battering rams. He orders battle cries. He orders batteries to be brought out. Uh, sounds the shofar, culture. He puts the battering rams up to the gates so that they can climb over them. Lishpo Slala, he paves ramps to gain him access. He builds a tower of siege that they did, which allows them to penetrate the city from the top of the wall. So now, very interesting. And it will be for them, this magic is useless, it's vain. All their oaths mean nothing. You have exposed your sins for punishment. Who is he talking to? B'nai Yisrael. The people still don't get the message. They are saying all this talk of magic, arrows, consultation, battle cries, it's nothing. It's in vain. We are protected. We are assured we're safe here. This is the Nevi'eh Sheker. What you have done is you've exposed your sins. By the way, Shuvi Shavos, you have exposed the number seven as well. You have exposed the sins that you didn't, you're not observant of Shabbos, the seventh day of the week. You're not observant of Shemitah. You have let your sins hang out for judgment. And I think it's Rabbi Breuer who says so ironically. 
these people who scorn every prophetic message and every recall for tshuva suddenly say, well, we're protected. We have the Kodeshvar who are protecting us. The refusal to get it, the self-delusion. Now that you have brought up your own sins, and revealed your sins, to show your abonos, um, you will be captured all your abominations. Because you have brought it up, you are falling into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. Vatachalo Russia and see Israel and you, you wicked cholol is a corpse. It's alive, but they're calling him a corpse. You wicked king, and he's referring to Tzikiyahu. Asher Yomo Avon Kates. Your day is coming. You will be finished soon. As we know, you're going to be captured by Nebuchadnezzar. Kolomar Shemalakim. Hasir Hamitznefes. This is your point to the Kohanim. Take away the Mitznefes, which is the hat the Kohen Gadol wears. The Kohuna is going to be stripped. Barim Take down your crown. This is to the Mlochim, whether it's Yehoyakim, Yehoyachin, Sikiyo. Zos lo Zos. This has never happened. And in the end, that which the low will be raised, those who are raised will be lowered. We see the Tzikiyo, but we see at the same time the Malchus of David will arise with Zubavel, who will lead the people back to Yerushalayim. Ava, 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 in one point, the Gemara in Gittin, pointing to the crown that is stripped, has a beautiful agarata that they instituted that the crown that was traditional that Hassan and Kala wore is not to be worn anymore. It's a symbol of Avlus for Yerushalayim and the temple. So the crown, of course, means the king who's being stripped of his malchus. It also could mean B'nai Israel having to observe joyous times as a memorial to the, the Beis HaMikdash. In any case, Ave, Ave, uh, Ave, Ashimena, I will destroy, completely destroy, nothing like this has ever happened before until I've rendered my judgment. Now, we are going to turn our attention to Amon, unfinished business. Prophesy, this is what the Kodesh Baruch says, El B'nai Amon El Cherpasam. So Amon in their scorn, their disdain. What is their scorn? When Nebuchadnezzar chose Yerushalayim as his military objective rather than them, they could have rejoiced more. They could have gloated more. For that, they are going to pay and for what they have done, double sword, is open for killing, Maruta, that concept of burnishing the hilt of the sword, 
they're getting into a shiny texture as a more effective lachil leman barak, so that it even will kill better. In your worthless um, prophecies, which are seen for you, and falsehood, he's talking to Amon, all that you see has come. Um, I am putting your necks to death at the hands of evil people, brutal people, who uh, are coming to bring you to your death, and I will, I will pour upon you my anger in fire, for I am going to put you in the hands of brutal murderers on a shimbo arim, Horshe Mashkis, experts, literally artisans when it comes to destruction. And finally, you, Amon, will be given to fire. Uh, your blood will be swallowed in the land. Uh, there nothing will remember of you, nothing will be, no legacy of Amon. I will not be uh, you. I'm sorry, will not be remembered. I, the Kodesh Baruch, who have spoken. And just when you thought we have not gotten into the terrible sins of Ben Odom Lechavero, we've been focusing on Ben Odom Lemakom. 8.45 a.m. Monday, Make sure to be here at Khan.